The following podcast contains explicit language. Hi, this is Dana Stevens, Slate's movie critic, and I'm here with a, a spoiler special podcast on Observe and Report, the new Jody Hill movie starring Seth Rogen. My partner today is Tanner Colby. Hi, Tanner. Hi, Dana. Who we are calling you an author blogger. Author slash blogger on the subject of racial integration in America and also a former and I guess current author also of Dead Fat Comedians, uh, the Chris Farley Show biography. Quite a diverse portfolio. Yeah, you're you're perfect for our needs today. Yes, because this is a very diverse movie. Diverse um, in that it changed its tone every five minutes. And it's bad in so many different ways and that are hard to bring in, together. In, in a myriad ways, yes. So to set up the movie briefly before we um, we even get into the the background, I want to talk about why I was kind of excited about this movie going in and why I'm still trying to find some fragments of scraps of something to save and, and some questions about it, which is that it was directed by Jody Hill, who's this upcoming right. um, sort of a discovery of last year. He His first movie was called The Foot Fist Way. It came out last year. No one on earth would have seen it except for the fact that Will Ferrell and what's his writing partner's Adam name? Adam McKay. saw it, I believe, at a festival and decided to pick it up and distribute right. it. It's, it was a very low-budget comedy starring Danny McBride. It was made for $5 starring Danny McBride, who was the uh, explosions expert in Tropic Thunder and is now uh, on HBO with uh, Eastbound and Down. Which is and, a Jody Hill creation as well, right? Which the is new a Jody HBO Hill show? creation as well. And that show is hysterical. So this show had all the pet, this movie had all the pedigree of something that should have been really, really good. And it's really, really not. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the movie itself. You can summarize the plot pretty quickly, especially if anyone listening has seen Paul Blart Mall Cop, which I was perhaps alone in liking earlier this year. I right. thought it was a really it, funny, cheapo, low-budget movie. It's as if a, a low-rent David Lynch tried to do a subversive take on Paul Blart Mall Cop. But since most people haven't seen Paul Blart Mall Cop, I mean, a lot of it actually just comes out in the title, but let's just talk about the, the actual subject matter. So you've got this this mall cop, a security guard at a mall, in this case played by Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. who desperately wants to be a cop, has wanted to be a cop his whole life, but has been unable to pass the psychological test to become a cop because he's... Because he's a violent, manic depressive who enjoys firing guns and sitting at home in a depressed stupor with his alcoholic mother. I should mention that his mother is a is a kind of great dark character we can talk about later, played by Celia Weston. Yes. So Seth Rogen is, is this figure who's pretty profoundly unlikable from the beginning of the movie. And that's really the the, 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 the movie, the mistakes start up top with the casting of Seth Rogen in that Seth Rogen, is, his entire appeal is based on his likability. He's a very amiable, likable guy. And that is his, his currency as, as a movie star. And this movie takes him and wants to make him this weird, dark mentally unstable, aggressive kind of guy. And it takes a very unique talent to take a character like that and make him something sympathetic and interesting and and likable in his unlikability, which is what Danny McBride did in the Foot Fist way. And he was this megalomaniacal, narcissistic Taekwondo instructor, and you just thought he was hysterical because his dreams were sort of pathetically... uh, delightful and you got the feeling that this movie was written for danny mcbride but that who appears in it briefly as one of the hoods who appears in it briefly as a a mexican crack dealer who has his son's face tattooed on his chest and i got the feeling that danny mcbride could have done better things with this but rogan was just uh, i think woefully miscast yeah a big a big part of it was the casting although i'm not even sure danny mcbride who seems to be sort of jody hill's muse like they really get each other i'm not sure that even he could have saved the tone of this script, which which never seems to make sense. But so let's get into what happens to, to Seth Rogen's character. So he's this right. mall cop, and the mall starts to be plagued by this flasher, this guy who's you know wearing a raincoat and flashing women in the in the parking lot. A cop is called in to investigate the case. The cop is played by Ray Liotta, and he and Seth Rogen take this huge dislike to each other because obviously Seth Rogen is trying to tread on his turf all the time. Right. They're also competing for the attentions of the makeup 
sales chick at the mall who's played by yours Anna, and my favorite, Anna Faris. Anna Faris, who was one of the flashies. Sorry? One oh, who was one of the flashies, right? Yes, who's, who's one victim. of the traumatized flashies. Yes, she's a flashy. So where are we going to go from there? What do we spoil? And th- there's something so spoilable here. Should we well, just get the, to Well, the biggest thing is that he's chasing this flasher sort of through the first half of the movie, and then the flasher sort of completely disappears from the storyline, and it becomes all about Rogan trying to become a cop, and he goes off his meds, and he starts spiraling into this uh, drug-fueled haze in, in the mall. And then as he's finally sort of hit bottom and has, has been fired from the mall and is picking up a sort of a his personal redemption, the flasher runs in to the food court and flashes the camera full on straight about two feet from the lens. And it's this really unpleasant uh, uh, vista of male genitalia that's just thrust on you in a very... We should mention that the flasher is not a, a sculpted gentleman. He's not a sculpted gentleman unless, you know, the, the Buddha was sculpted. He's sculpted like the Buddha. And he's he's not very, uh, I would say, generously endowed. And so then he takes off running and Seth Rogen takes off running. And, and it's this, it's one of those things where they, they take a joke that's like moderately funny and they push it so far that it just becomes actually hysterical. It's, it's, it's much as I didn't like the movie the whole way through. When they get to this, I just couldn't stop laughing because they chase him in slow motion through the mall with his trench coat flapping in the breeze behind him and his prodigious gut sort of just wobbling back and forth. And the chase scene goes on forever. It's far more, even in Borat, they sort of like threw the male nudity at you and then it was over. This is like an extended meditation on unpleasant male nudity. And it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And then the shocking Well, end. things get really more unpleasant from there. I mean, as I was saying last night, the nudity is one thing. You know, I mean, I think the kind of apato sense of humor has gotten us used to sort of fat, naked men running around, although probably not at such close range and for such a long time. Right. Uh, and as unpleasantly as at the end of this movie. But then... Seth Rogen's character takes off, and here's where you want to <laughs> forward ahead if you don't want to know the end of the movie, and shoots this guy, and we think for quite a long moment, kills him, right? And right. suddenly it becomes a really gory, bloody scene of this guy lying, bleeding in the mall. Seth Rogen, yeah. Rogen has essentially shot him for being naked, right? Right, and all of a sudden what was sort of a weird, dark, black comedy just goes Tarantino with violent, straight-up gunshot. But then strangest of all is what happens after that, which is that in some bizarre conclusion, Seth Rogen then piles this guy into his little mall patrolling vehicle, sort of Mm -hmm. like a golf cart, takes him down, still bleeding and naked, to the police station, and sort of unloads him on the cops, including Ray Liotta, and then drives away in his... Little his, car to the sound cart, of applause. And, 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 it's, and it's sort of championed as the triumphant cop that he always dreamed of being, at which point you almost don't know if you're in his fantasy world or in any realistic kind of universe. Yeah. I mean, the fact that this might be some sort of like, you know, fantasy world of Seth Rogen or the whole movie took place in Seth Rogen's head would be, I think, giving this far too much credit. I think it was just sort of a. I mean, the movie stopped existing in the real world about five minutes in. So. Who knows? But I'll admit, though, that I started to have second thoughts this morning about whether the whole thing might not be some kind of huge joke on the viewer, and that maybe not that it would make the rest of the movie any good, but that there might not be some sort of subversive, something interesting going on in the very fact that this movie goes a place you never possibly would have expected it to go. That it does take a Paul Blart mall cop or a sort of Apatovian kind of scenario and take it to some place right. that's more like Taxi Driver almost? Yeah, it's it, no, it's, you're exactly right. It's Taxi Driver meets Paul Blart mall cop. And I think... 
unless the director comes out in the next day or two and announces that there's, you know, this brilliant subversive, you know, subtext. Well, Jody Hill does say, actually, in the press notes that Taxi Driver was an influence on him. I think he he definitely is interested in taking this comedy somewhere very dark and and says as much. Well, you can can tell that nobody really knows because uh, after I got home after seeing the movie, I saw a commercial for it and they they take the, the... awkward dinner scene between uh, Seth Rogen and Anna Ferris and they bill it as sort of like a weird as like a quirky romantic comedy. I want to yeah, I want to talk about their relationship as well and and so, how some of the funniest and darkest jokes involve that relationship and where you don't right. expect it to go. But let's let's take a break for a word from our sponsor. You got it. So Tanner, I don't know if you know, you've been away for a few months and haven't done a spoiler, but we now have a sponsor for this for this podcast, which is I, great. I guess we have to watch what we say now. We don't want to lose our sponsors. Nah, they, they don't care. They love it. Um, so it's our, our sponsor is Audible.com, which is the leading provider of audio entertainment on the web, and um, it's just a great archive of, of audiobooks. So if you sign up through our page, which is audiblepodcast.com slash slate, you get a free audiobook for joining for a two-week trial membership. And even if you decide not to keep it, you get to keep your book. So what we've been doing is uh, recommending a book that's available on Audible that's sort of related to the to the content of our of our podcast, which is a little bit tough this time because we don't this, actually this, we don't understand what this movie is. This movie is related to reality, so we can't think of any book that or any thing that has the tone of this movie exactly. But, but our, we've gone to the umbrella subject of malls. This was our engineer, June Thomas's suggestion, because um, she likes this book by Paco Underhill called Why We Buy, which is about the psychology of shopping and specifically of shopping in malls. So maybe if, if Seth Rogen had consulted this, he could have saved saved himself and that poor naked man some grief. Yeah. Any any uh, better understanding of psychology would, would, would help understand Seth Rogen's character. Because what well, here's what, what I didn't get was that He's so off the charts with his craziness. There's this weirdo manic depression delusion thing that he has. Why was that supposed to be a leading man? Why is is that some sort of commentary that like all Americans are that crazy and delusional now? Is this like a post nine eleven movie? I don't know. I think if it was going to go down that road, then it should have. I mean, the, the movie had to make a lot of commercial compromises, right? Because obviously, it's trying to win over a crowd, a certain crowd, the mall crowd, you know, teenage boy viewers, and so forth. And it's sort of Jody Hill's attempt to break into the mainstream because the Foot Fist way, funny and weird as it was, you know, right. had a very, or, very or maybe small it's Jody Hill's audience. way of saying "fuck you" to breaking into the mainstream. But, but, because but, he's but, been given a mainstream opportunity, and he was like, "Okay, here's your totally non-mainstream weirdo." Thing I, I completely concur that there's a there's a fuck you to the mainstream embedded in the movie, but I just wonder whether it's possible for that gesture, that flip off, to work when it's embedded in a movie that's also trying to be conventional and, and pleasing and funny in a lot of familiar ways. Right. If it, if it had all been strangeness, then that would have been one thing. But it veers back and forth from here's we're going to be wacky and comedic, like like the the two, they're two fat Asian. Uh, identical twins. Identical twins who who, who work, are security guards. Who work security, and the two of them work great as broad comedy. It's one of the the, the, the better things in the movie. They have these two sort of like dumpy, big, thick glasses uh, Chinese guys wielding you know massive submachine guns in a shooting gallery, and it just works great as as broad comedy. But then next to that, you have uh, Seth Rogen taking Anna Ferris home, and she's passed out with vomit on the pillow, and and he's like making love to her. I wouldn't call it making love. That was uh, but the my great. Dad. But I have to say, the great joke in that scene—it was completely disgusting. Right, the two of them have had this drunken night together. She stole some of his psych meds and, and took them during dinner, and is just utterly, utterly messed up. 
And then you see them getting it on in bed, and she actually has like a pool of vomit underneath her head. It's so disgusting. And then when, but he's... then, but then, and then, of course, you're really alarmed because the movie's gone to a really dark place. Then he looks at her and is sort of horrified at what he's doing and stops. And then she slurs out in with a, a great reading of the line. What does she say? Why are you stopping, motherfucker? <laughs> Why are you stopping, motherfucker? And then he starts going again, and she's barely conscious. Which is the closest the movie will get to to romance between the two of them. Why are you stopping, motherfucker? Yeah, but then of course there's there's another romantic subplot of the sweet nice girl from the food court who has a crush on him and that's sort of this you know the traditional story of the guy being obsessed with the wrong girl and meanwhile there's always the sweet ingenue right in front of him who maybe is a little plain yeah that story is a complete placeholder you know exactly where it's going and so that's exactly what i mean is that is that stuck in the middle of this fairly conventional movie with things like the sweet girl who he doesn't notice until it's too late kind of thing you know, are these funny and dark moments? Okay, let's go over a few of them as long as we're spoiling. So there's the horrible, unaffairous, vomit on the pillow sex scene. Yes. There's some scenes with his mother, Celia Weston, as the as the alcoholic mother that I thought went to some funny and extreme. Oh dark yeah, the, the 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 great line where she's talking to his friends and she just turns to his fellow mall cop and you know uh, cohorts and says, you know, I used to fuck all of what was his, the character's name? I forget, I forget Seth's character. Anyway, uh, I used to fuck all his friends in high school. And Seth Rogen just sort of like accepts this as like, yeah, she did. And so his relationship and he's like sort of takes care of his mother. That to me was 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 great. Her character and, and, and the way that they related. But again, it just sort of seemed like a totally unrelated thread to to what was going on in the rest of the movie. Okay, here's the thing about this movie is that this is some sort of like weird, scary byproduct of the Judd Apatow machine like you can't produce nuclear energy without producing a little nuclear waste and apatow has produced so much nuclear energy over the past couple of years that this is like the 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 the, is this something that's being shipped in a cargo container that's that's being that's being pumped into the hudson river at night by 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 ge that's what this movie is i think it's just sort of like this weird side effect kind of like in many ways it reminded me of uh neighbors the belushi ackroyd vehicle that came out or was the last movie that Belushi did and that was this real weird dark uh, movie and they flipped the casting Belushi was the straight man and Aykroyd was I the I remember wild Neighbors man. but that worked a lot better than this no, movie no, no 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 it didn't it was a total failure at the time and um, so you know it's just sort of like hey there's you know there's so much success and we'll throw money at anything and 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 there's there's bound to be a miscue and I think this was just sort of like the weird two-headed baby born with the heart on the outside that is a result of the, the Judd Apatow machine. I'll agree with that. But but I am going to say that I still have some question as to Jody Hill's intentionality. I'm not going to say it makes the movie work, but there's something about the extreme to which he overturned your expectations in this movie that yes. I can't help but think that he had some control of the tone because, because Foot Fist Way was just so precise in that respect. Well, either it was a deliberate failure or it was an accidental failure. I mean, either way. You're right. Either way, it was a failure. And, and I would say no recommend, right? I would say no recommend. Go rent the Foot Fist Way instead. Go, yes. R- r- watch the Foot Fist Way three times as opposed to watching this movie because the Foot Fist Way is that good. And so hopefully, and then also Eastbound and Down, uh, the show on HBO. Is oh, I good. haven't seen that yet. That's worth watching too. Yeah, that's, well, I only saw the pilot, but it's definitely worth watching too. And so I think we just need to, to Get everybody back where they belong. Get Danny McBride in, in the, you know, asshole lead. Get Seth Rogen back to being likable Seth Rogen. And get back Jody to the nice Hill guy league. Back to um, maybe a little more unconventional indie land where he can uh, 
do his thing. All right. So then we end up with three recommendations. We've got the the shopping book, Eastbound and Down on TV, and The Foot Fist Way. Just anything but observe and report. You got it. Well, Tanner, thanks a lot for seeing the movie with me. I promise to take you to a good one next time. Awesome. And uh, thanks for coming in to record this Slate spoiler special. You got it. For Slate.com, I'm Dana Stevens. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.